0: Welcome to the World Athletica Podcast. Hello, I'm Lee Watts, your host. The World Athletica Podcast is for athletes and coaches who want to take a leap into exploring more profound ways of applying mental skills and training to achieve new levels of performance. This episode shares... A conversation I was fortunate to have with my colleague and friend, Mr. Derek Carter. Derek is a professional experienced in several advanced modalities, including muscle activation technique, Feldenkrais, and Reke Tumo. Additionally, he's held positions as a well being officer for a Washington, D.C. based government contractor and chief community builder for a human workplace. Essentially, Derek is a consultant, coach, and facilitator who's been helping individuals, teams, and organizations achieve high performance with better well-being. The way we share in this episode may be quite different from other podcasts you're used to listening to, so I'll briefly explain and just let you hear I've been wanting to share a podcast with Derek for a while now. As you know, a lot has been happening and changing in the world over the past year, affecting sports and athletes' physical and mental health from youth to the professional level. When Derek and I attempted to determine what to share, we realized so many topics and angles or perspectives could resonate with people. So, as I should have expected, Derek suggested that we just have a natural, unplanned conversation as we usually do and see what organically evolves. So that's what we did, and this is what we're sharing. So if you haven't already, grab a healthy snack and enjoy listening in on our fireside chat about different ways of learning, developing one's whole self, and well-being. Hello, uh, good afternoon to you. Uh, how are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I um, you know, expect to spend a couple of days at a beach starting tomorrow, so um really looking forward to uh, a little break.
0: Oh, really? Excellent, excellent. That's great. And they're going to be, yeah. uh, obviously, with the, with the family there. Yep, yep, yep. I imagine they're gonna have a great, like, a pretty awesome time. They, they haven't been to the beach in a minute now,
1: huh? <laughs> we went for one day over the summer, but this hasn't been much of a summer for us. So mm-hmm. this is kind of like, you know, it's it's an opportunity to kind of reclaim a little bit of summer. Mm-hmm. And so I think we all we're all looking forward to it. <laughs> much needed.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be great for um, everybody. And interestingly, speaking of taking breaks and getting away getting away i i recently did that myself um with my wife uh after not doing so for probably too long and uh Mm -hmm. and i think i mentioned we went up to um philadelphia which is not far a little getaway and i've been i had i had uh been wanting to and mentioning doing uh wall climbing rock climbing and so I did a new mm. act. I did. A new, I don't know if I shared that with you. I did a new activity, and uh, it was awesome. I couldn't believe that I had waited so long. I had missed out on um, this this activity, uh, and I just mm. it allowed me to um, use some of my experience of you know connecting through the body in ways and some muscles that I hadn't used as much. But it was just um the new the different the escape the getaway it was much it was much needed (laughs) and uh more than i um i think most people when they don't have that uh planned and regular in their schedule when we when we end up doing it it's like wow why didn't i have this um Why don't I do this more often, even if it's just, you know, for part of the day or something, you know?
1: Yeah, that really resonates with me. And, um, like, what's coming to me as you're sharing that, and and I I feel that, too, and I feel that in my body. Like, you know, like, one, like, in some ways, um, we're more sedentary because of, you know, just remote working, remote schooling and everything. And Mm. even though we're trying to, you know, maintain some activity we were just not as active as much in using our bodies. And like, I could feel like my body wanting to move more and do stuff. And then to your point, like, like exploring using our body in new ways and the play and, and joy that comes with kind of like doing that exploration. And I just wanted to share, I had a call earlier and um, we were doing a check-in and she was sharing like how a friend of hers in an adult kickball league, and she just went to watch, right? Just, you know, just to kind of go out there and watch. But she was just sharing, like, like how the joy was an us and how, like, you know, it was just this whole atmosphere of, like, you know, adults playing and, you know, you, and you were getting exercise, but we are still having fun doing it. And anyway, when you were sharing about your walking, I'm assuming you're climbing, that's what kind of came to mind to me it was just that how fun it is to explore new activities and use our bodies in different ways.
0: Yeah, that's you know, in the in the word that just really caught me, you mentioned that um, joy, I mean, um, joy in the activity, and the the mm-hmm. the um, the rock climbing. It was challenging. Uh, well, it was wall climbing, <laughs> so not at the rocks yet, but um, it was it was uh, physically and mentally challenging, and but I enjoyed. I really enjoyed the activity mm-hmm. um and so that that actually brings me t- um to um, thinking about uh an article that i uh or my last post that uh i i placed in the blog about balancing uh goals and different types of goals and uh i think most people are familiar with um achievement and fulfillment goals but um, process goals, like the way that, uh, we want to experience something and, um, and being happy and having joy, uh, even in, you know, I don't think people necessarily associate that with, uh, with challenging tasks that they can have, you know, they can actually enjoy challenging tasks or activities, but, um, uh, you know, that's, that, 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 so when you mentioning that, when you know, that, that just came to my mind as you mentioned that, you know, the actual word joy along with the um, physical activity, you know, so. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And, and, no, that's, that's beautiful. I'm glad you referenced that, like, you know, like the approach, the process of, of, of getting there and, 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 how important that is, especially when it comes to learning. Like I had this conversation with my um, my oldest is, um going to be a junior this year. So she's uh, she's 16 going on 17. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're talking about like, you know, the upcoming school year, we're talking about learning. And, um, and then we started to talk about learning and then I forget the context, the exact details. But she started tearing up, right? Mm. And I was like, you okay? And she's like, no, like, I." She's like, she's like, I'm okay. She's like, I think, and this is this is where this kind of really hit me. It's just, we're talking about learning and enjoying learning. And we're talking about a situation where she really had the first um, experience of enjoying learning, mm. right? And like the, like, like really self-learning, like, like, driven by curiosity, enjoyed the process, and it wasn't work. And I was sharing with her, like, you know, like, to her, like, the conversation came about, like, I told, her, like, I didn't have that experience until, like, you know, I was in my late 30s, you know, like, <laughs> 10, 15 years ago. Like where, like, where I really got, like, learning as not, like, as a tedious activity, but, like, I shifted my learning to, like, wait. Learning can be fun and explorational and playful and joyful and, like, and it, self-motivating and all this stuff. And you know, and she started well, but not when I was saying that, I'm like, you okay, and then she was sharing her story about like when she first had that discovery, like like learning to and how she felt felt this is my words, not her, but like like and her trying and her achieving like all the other ways of learning like like how empty that felt, you know what I mean, and mm. like it it was it was hard for her, like she was talking about like the trials and tribulations that came with that. Versus, like, this other type of learning she experienced where it was, like, easy and playful and just, like, you know, not that you didn't have your challenges, but it was, just like, fun challenges, right? And so, anyway, we ended a conversation with me just kind of sharing, like, well, I'm, I'm glad you 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 had that experience as a teenager because, you know, you could have been like me and have it in another three years.
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing because that was the same for me. I didn't, you know, the experience, like, really enjoying and loving learning some things until like late 20s (laughs) and and later as well now (laughs) so yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: so can i ask um did you identify or what did you is there something that are things that you think um affected how she felt like in different types of learning? Is it, is it maybe the coaching or, or program or I don't know? Is there, is there anything that might come to mind or that you know of?
1: In, in terms of her experience of, of learning and that really turned the table for her?
0: Yeah, to attribute to her having like different <sighs> experiences. Was there something that stood out or not or even that comes to your mind? that I, they...
1: I can't remember the, the specific example she shared with me. Right, mm-hmm. um but I remember the elements of the conversation just because, like you know, it it, it, it was born from you know me sharing with her, and so like mm. there's a difference I think when you set in like a uh, an environment where you say here's the stuff and you are to uh, learn this stuff and we're gonna we're going to test you on that, right? We're going to see if you achieve these things. Mm. And so there's a certain pressure that comes with that, right? That comes off the bat where like, oh, like I have to get it. And then no, everyone else is getting it and so forth and so on. And like that creates a an, an, some level of anxiety or internal stress or performance that one has to go through, right? Um, and you might get normal to that. But when I was talking to her, like it was more like uh, – driven by her curiosity around the topic. Mm. And this is not new. Like, like, there's lots of studies out there about that. So like, it was like, I have a self curiosity about this. And then the self exploration of that, like the desire to like, learn more about the topic and read everything more about the topic and just understand it more. And the, and the, and the processing that comes with that, right? Like reflections, internal reflections, conversations, and, and the, that curiosity and the learning process is actually um, self-motivated and, and mm. is regenerative because, like, as you learn more and you understand more, you have more questions that you want to explore, right? Mm. And it opens mm. more doors. And then, and like, and there's fulfillment and kind of, like, going through that, that whole process of, like, of understanding, like, not only the topic but you know using that as it applies to whatever the topic relates to your to to your world and so like like that learning aspiration like we're talking about versus kind of like you know the state mandated tests and -hmm. so forth where you know like you're learning but you're not really learning like you're just learning to regurgitate things
0: right right
1: it's not really a depth of understanding there and and it's tedious and you don't really want to do it and so forth, you know? And so those are just two different And so I think our conversation was born about like, um, like surface learning, like just to regurgitate stuff mm-hmm. and then like really learning and knowing how to understand and apply. And also just, again, following your own, uh, curiosity, right? You're following your own heart's curiosity, which is in itself, um, regenerative and, and, and it, it doesn't deplete you. It brings you, the more you you go into the subject, the more uh, energy you have, right? Versus like that other type of learning is like, it takes a lot of energy and effort to do something that you don't really feel, um, you don't understand. You're not, you know, you're not really grasping learning,
0: right? Mm You are
1: just regurgitating stuff because you have to. So this is kind of like this artificial environment that you're, or system that you're playing into, which, um, an obstacle really it's like you do it because you have to Right. <laughs> well not because you you know yeah so anyway I, I think I shared quite a bit there so I'll pause
0: <laughs> for me it was great listening because it uh, maybe reflect on some of my better learning experiences and it's when I had the opportunity to explore and, uh, and then I thought about some learning experiences that um, were I wouldn't say frustrating, but um, challenging or not interesting. There's so much emphasis on volume, and I understand like there's certain things that uh, we want uh, our youth and young adults to learn. But uh, but even in subjects that you know I didn't have strong interest at that time, uh, like in high school, I had questions and things that I wanted to explore, but we weren't really given opportunity to. Um, explore and I think that uh, exploring um, why do we want to explore I think that comes from uh, the mind and learning from you I, I distinguish between the brain and cognitive processes and the mind um, being more of um, potential uh, I think of the spiritual and, or, or, or also the heart and uh, having opportunity to explore to follow, you know, uh, our minds and hearts. Um, just, I think, I think you just pretty much said it. it. It gives us a different energy. It gives us an emphasis on uh, using our past knowledge and asking more questions in a unique creative way. And we have energy for that. And we seem to learn and apply in a way that uh, it's just, uh, it fosters uh, more learning and creativity and energy and just overall well-being as opposed to stress. It, 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 oh, I was going to say, it, we get into, um, I like to simply say, a, a different quality or it seems like a higher quality you know mm-hmm. as opposed to yeah just like quantity without that i mean, almost even our yeah. unique individual and spirit being present
1: so well put and i'm i'm so glad you called that out too cuz you, as you as you're sharing some of the conversations coming back to me um i had with her um so, like, the cognitive learning, like, you're kind of reflecting, and, that, and that's kind of like, you know, as a society, we put a lot of emphasis on that. But the cognitive learning is not always the depth of learning, right? Mm. And I know you and I have talked about this, and we we talk about, like, you know, we kind of know, like, reading a book about swimming, right? Like, I could read, like, ten books about swimming, but someone takes me in the middle of the ocean and says, all right, here, you're 200 yards out, swim back to shore, and you never swam before. <laughs> you were going to look at it like, what are you talking about? Like, well, I'm not gonna, I just read books. I haven't actually, you know, put this in my body. And, and, and that's, what's come, that's what's coming to me as you were talking, is that um, there's this different depths of learning and understanding. And as my, I was talking to my daughter, like some of the, the things came back to me was like, you know, the cognitive learning that, you know, that, the process she was going through school, didn't allow her to use her full self mm. Mm. and so wow. um it 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 hindered her and like the first way like you know she was kind of sharing with me like her experience like when she was younger we put her in abacus which is basically um a way to do math using um like little beads and and in a lot of eastern society like that was done for many many years and and after a while like you can do very complex math problems just by moving your fingers in the air because like you even though the bees are not present
0: mm-hmm. like mm-hmm.
1: you can aesthetically like the bees are there and so your body has like some type of like um uh, association and memory with that. And um when she got the first grade, um they changed the curriculum. She, I forgot what it was called, but it was that the curriculum the core, the core something core anyway. It confused her because it was like, no, you had to do math this way. You can't do it that way. Even though she could do, like, like math problems, like, very, like, high-level math problems for her age, like three digits, like, like 123 plus 456 plus 789, plus, like, up to, like, seven digits in her, head, in her head, right, using this method. No, 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 we want to see you write it down and do it this way. And she got really frustrated and I ended up pulling her out of abacus because even though she loved it she enjoyed it going there like two hours every week. She enjoyed it because it was fun and she was play with it on her own. And, um, so this, this came again, like when she was like learning to, to write, she had a struggle putting her words and thoughts on paper. Cause she thought she had to do it all in her head, you mm-hmm. know? And I was like, no, 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 no. Like write it down, physically write it down with your hand, you know? And like, you know, Use your kinesthetic, use those different pieces. And mm. you know, eventually she found her way to, to form her thoughts. And she probably got there anyway. But it was more enriching for her to use more of her full self.
0: I'm sorry if I interrupt you. Go no, ahead. please go ahead. I understand why she broke. I, it brought tears to my eyes earlier when you just mentioned that she wasn't using her full self. And so I can definitely not understand. I, I, I feel... I think how she felt when, with that realization. It's, it's not just, I mean, it could almost be a frustration, but a realization, it could be almost, it's just emotionally, you know, it could be overwhelming um, and, and frustration, but also happiness knowing that, hey, there is a way that I can use my full being, recognizing that, hey, maybe the way I've been doing things, um, I haven't been using I haven't been applying or I haven't I haven't um, been in my my full self I think that brings I mean thinking of somebody especially a youth and your daughter that bring that immediately brought tears to my eyes um, but at the same time yeah. if we focus on how does um, how do we do that you know how and because and because yeah. I think um, like one of the things that we are working together more on is assisting individuals, coaches, and athletes in in having well-being. Uh, so, you know, you know, how does someone start to do that more often?
1: That's a very good question, and uh, you know, I think that question is very it's based on each different individual, right? Wow. Um, we're all at different places and we all have our, our base place or our normal place is different for each one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could, t- but I think, um, just kind of thinking back in terms of like, you know, myself and, and my, my journey and, you know, working with others and organization and teams and their journey, I think it comes with, um, Couple things: the willingness to do some reflection and exploration. Mm. Right. So first, th- there has to be uh, a, some desire to say, "Hey, um, there's more," mm. right? Or a better way, or like y- y- you know what I mean? Like something's missing, mm-hmm. right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like they have to be that that there for, that curiosity there first, and then around that curiosity. Um, be able to develop some awareness, to mm. so know, like, okay, where are the gaps, right? And that awareness can come in a lot of different ways. It can come through experiential. It can come through um, coaching or watching, observing other folks. Like, hey, they, they, you know, there's different ways to do these different things. And and this is the key. And, and then with that awareness, you have to be a willingness to, to close that gap. Mm. Right, to explore, and that's where um, I feel like the humbleness comes into play, right? Because it's a, it's acknowledging without like feeling like um, bad about ourselves that hey, there's something else for me to learn, right? And and to and to start with kind of like that beginner mindset, like okay, um, and so what comes to mind as I'm sharing just to be a little bit more concrete, right? It's like um, you're a coach and you work with people who are, have different levels of physical awareness and talent, and there might be someone that has a really high level of their own physical presence and awareness and ability and can see something once and do it, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't have awareness of the people around them in their environment. And so what that means is that when they're in a team environment, mm they forget about the team sometimes. Right. Mm. Like, like they they don't see all the opening the passes, the ability, like all this stuff because they're just aware of their presence. Mm. And so Mm. in one way, you know, you could say they're very gifted. Other ways, like there's missed opportunities, Mm. right. To, to, to bring the team and work the team together and, and really just kind of have that synergistic effect on the other side of that, you know, Uh, and again that you and I have talked about, there's people that you know work with who are are not very physically aware of their body or using their body. And when you try to teach them new movements or new things, they're processing it through their brain, through their mind, trying to think through how to do it. And it's like, no, 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 no. You got to actually do it. (laughs) You got to feel it, right? Because Mm. like Mm. for you to know how to... how to shoot a basket, right? Like I'll use that as an example, but you can use, you can think of any physical activity. It's a feeling, right? Because there's too many factors. Like how do you know, like <laughs> how to shoot the, how the basket when someone's trying to block it and his has wingspan six feet and the wind is blowing and all this other stuff. Like you, your mind can't come up with all those calculations, <laughs> and even if you could, you don't have enough. T- you don't have enough time. Right. Right. right, it's, right. it's all a split second. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to feel it, and then. Trust that feeling. Like, you have to have that feeling mm. enough to know, like, I, right. and, and that's what we see with people that are really connected physically to themselves. Like that they know, like, before the ball left their hand, like, oh, yeah, that's good. Or I missed that, where's the rebound going to be, right?
0: Mm, because yeah.
1: they just have that physical awareness. Meanwhile, someone that doesn't will be more, like, you know, processing for their mind. But they can learn that. It's, it's a skill that can be learned mm. that we all have an um, ability to do at some level but it requires some learning and some unlearning and some willingness to, to be a beginner, right? Because yeah. we're going to tackle something from a different perspective that maybe we haven't seen a tackle before. Wow. I don't know if I answered your question. Oh, or not. I, but- no, no, <laughs>
0: it, it went, I think it went way beyond, um, which that's why I love, uh, my mind left the basketball court and the things that you were saying, I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, if, if i you know if we can do that that have that awareness of ourselves and other people in like all domains you know at 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 work at you know family you know you know what i'm saying the things i, I, I you know i just want to you know hear that again and i and we will you know i'm going to share that but go back and listen to that over and over the way you just described that because i don't i think I know that will help personally my well-being if if I can be aware of those things you said not just while I'm coaching not just in athletics and if athletes can be aware of those things not just you know on the court the track or the field but if they can take them into their social relationships um their um classroom you know family you know whatever you know, so that's just that came to mind, you know, <laughs> I think you did more than, um, answered my question, you know, which is awesome. <laughs> so, um, yeah, another, another thing that came to mind, um, I know, um, we're probably pushing on time, but, um, another thing that, that you mentioned was, uh, if we can get back to, you mentioned closing you know, willingness to close that gap, you know? And I think when you said that willingness to close the gap, the first thing that came to my mind is that, um, what do you mean? I have to be, we have to be willing. It's just because I think that a lot of people, including myself at times. And, um, think that it's just something that having that balance or awareness is just something that just should happen. It just should be natural, you know? Um, I think a lot of times people think of their health as like, okay, if I'm healthy, I'm healthy. If I'm not, then you know it's out of my control. Uh, But willingness to close the gap—I mean, that that infers that we there's things. Okay, if we're willing that we can do it, there's things that we can do, Uh, or that it actually requires that requires action to to close the gap, as as opposed to it just passively happening. I mean you know a lot of people think that they oh I after exercise I'll I'll recover. It is just something that happens, you know. <laughs> and and um depending on the extent of the exercise or the activity um it actually may not happen. Um you could go into a state of where um you don't recover, you know. So I think um when you say close the gap is that something we uh, Happens actively, passively, actively, and and um, you know, what can we do?
1: Yeah, that's that's a that that's a that's a great question, and um, one I never explored before, so I'll, I'll explore it real time, and and and, uh, and uh, I'm not saying this as like an absolute, but just, mm-hmm. just just again, just kind of a general exploration, and so. From, from my experience, if you, for, well, one, if you asked me, you know, 15 years ago, I would have said actively. Mm. Totally, right? Mm. Uh, mm. Now I'm not so sure. Mm. Right? Mm. And the reason I say that is because um, it's, it's, it's kind of like this relationship between doing and being. Right? And, and when I say being, being is just like when you're still. We're not doing anything, right? So, and that, and that's a hard concept to really kind of explain mm-hmm. in just words. If we have an experience like kind of being, mm-hmm. um, so let me try try another another way. Um, we have habits. Sometimes those habits are not helpful to us. Hmm. And those habits, you know, they they come from all over the place, right? Like stuff that we've we learned as a kid that, you know, maybe not so helpful as an adult. Um, Or maybe stuff that, you know, um, society said is normal, right? Uh, I'm just thinking kind of like our our culture at work where, you know, overworking and performance and everything is kind of like, you know, we've seen over the last year, like, it's not really serving, you know what I mean, -hmm. our well-being. Mm. And so, like there, there, there's, there's a a shedding of stuff that's, or unlearning of stuff that's no longer helpful, as well as kind of like um, remembering of stuff that was helpful that we've turned away against. Is how I kind of hold it now. So, just to give a kind of practical example, if you remember when we were kids, right? we'll run outside, right? And we'll play and maybe we scrape our knee. We start mm-hmm. crying. Right? And then, like, someone will say something and we'll forget about scraping knee and we'll just go right back on playing and just be happy and joyous and just <laughs> and didn't miss a beat. Mm-hmm. Right? Same kid, 25 years from now, right? Stuck in traffic, driving to traffic. Someone flips them off, blows his on, flips them off in a car. You're upset. Yeah. When a car leaves, do you stop just being upset? Not necessarily. Mm. You might hold on to that. You might hold on to that for like the rest of the, the, the car ride. You might hold on to that for the whole day. Mm. You know? Who knows? Who knows how long you hold on to that? But we don't kind of let things go as easily as... as adults as we did when we were kids, mm. you know, and, and so that's just an example of kind of like, um, of like maybe going back to a simpler time where we didn't hold on to those things. Am I making sense? Um, yeah. mm-hmm. so it's not really black and white for me in terms of like, what do we have to learn? What do we have to unlearn? I think, I think it's a little of both. Mm -hmm. you know it's a little bit of both and again for each individual the sequencing the 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 menu is different (laughs) the recipe is different let's put it that way for each individual but i think it's a combination
0: definitely felt what you were saying um just from my experience when you write out the answer that it could be it's not necessarily uh Active, it could be you know passive, and then as you just mentioned, um, the state of being that um, we uh, can learn, or that we um, opt, or I I can think of a better word than say than follow our heart to be in, you know, or to stay in, or to 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 um, acknowledge uh so I definitely am grateful for the opportunity to talk and and I'm always learning from you and enjoying um, uh, other yeah uh, talking with you uh is is there i don't want to uh take up too much of your time, but is there anything um you would like to share or uh, Um, before signing off or
1: well I would would just say that you know going back to what we were talking about initially about kind of like learning um and going back to like using more of our whole self Mm -hmm. and even your your last question about you know I forgot how you framed it but you know how do we close the gap Mm -hmm. like to me like the, the intersection of all those questions is, is kind of like, you know, when when our hearts, our mind, and our body is aligned, and we're all you all know, working together.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. All that stuff happens naturally,
0: mm. you know, and, wow. and there's not
1: a whole lot for us to do, mm. right? Because when we're in that state of being, we're naturally using our, our whole self, um, the the right way together, mm. and you know, our tendency as a society is to leave with the, with the mind, and the mind is making the body do, right? Like, you know, you hear people say, oh, it's mental, it's not, and, it, and it's good for them because they're using their mind to push their body. But meanwhile, like, usually past our body, we push our body past the point of, of health, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we, we're, we're pushing it into the red line, and we might be pushing it into the red line for a good reason, right? Like, it might be because of, you know, we're trying to achieve a certain performance, or maybe you know, if you're a medical worker, like you're trying to save a life, or I mean, there might be good reasons that we're using our mind. But when our heart, and mind, and body is in balance, there's a synchronicity that naturally occurs, mm. where we get well-being and performance simultaneously uh, without the the pressures that come with us trying to make it happen. And so, um, I mean, that's just something to chew on um i don't know if that's that's really fully understood without having some experiences behind that but that's been my personal experience kind of going down that path
0: no i think that's a that's that's awesome that's that's a great place to um reflect for a minute and um i think to to actually perhaps stop this conversation on it and allow me and um, uh, p- uh, people who we share the conversation with to listen and reflect on it. And it's a, I think it's an awesome place to pick up in the very near future. So this concludes this episode of the World Athletica Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you have questions or comments, We want to hear them. Please share them in our World Athletica forum for this podcast. You can find the link to the forum and information about this episode at worldathletica.com forward slash podcast. Finally, remember it's the way that you train, not simply how hard or the duration that allows you to reach and expand your potential. We wish you the very best.